Hey everyone, welcome back to the PC Perspective Podcast. It's 2023. It's the first episode of the new year. It's January 4. It's podcast 705. I'm Sebastian Peake. I'm Jeremy Hellstrom. Wow, that was that was that was some lag there, Jeremy. You know, We're speeding. 2023 sucks already. There's some been <clears throat> some some significant figures who have passed away and uh you know NFL crap if you pay attention to that mm-hmm. and I'm Josh Walrath. I'm reinventing myself this year. I'm Brett Van Sprenberg. Mm-hmm. Did you notice his on air sign? Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Is it actually neon or is it LED that looks like neon? Not neon. Oh, wow. LED that looks wow. like neon. Nah. It's cold to yeah. the touch. So that, nope. that tells your kids and your wife that you are not to be disturbed, unlike the caltrops that I spread in front of my office door uh, for, yeah. I was going to say the red That's microphone, that to me idea. says on air, but it still wasn't respected. So we had to get a sign. Yeah. Can't see it behind the monitor. Matters. Speaking of respect, I, I put a red light outside my door, but it was taken completely the wrong way. Ooh, okay. But it earned him some extra income for graphics cards. So that's good. <laughs> I mean, and a line of people at his door. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, by the way, uh, speaking of a line of people, we have people breaking down our virtual door to support us on Patreon. That's right. You can be one of an exclusive community of people keeping this going. And that's it's absolutely a fact. We need your help. We appreciate all of those in our Patreon family, including Athlon 925, an interesting overclock for your Athlon. Uh, John H. and Brian W. The Brian, S- Brian W. was w a bump. From he was a bump. He was in a- Beach Boys fame. Yes, we, Brian Wilson. Yep. Helping us yep. along. We really appreciate you. And we are yep. going to get right into food with josh josh please food with me uh you know what this was this was unique today i mean really unique but really good i was surprised how good it was it doesn't look that impressive but when you actually taste it it was truly truly impressive okay this is the nutty professor and all of you sobs oh my your head out of the gutter there's nothing bleach smelling in that (laughs) anyway uh, this is a double smash patty topped, topped, I'm telling you, with cheddar cheese, smoked bacon, house-made sweet pickles, and a garlic, ginger, crunchy peanut butter spread. And this was a fantastic. This is one of the better burgers I've ever had. Usually I like, you know, spicy hot burgers, something with heat. This had no heat to it whatsoever. But... You know, the, the, you had kind of the sweetness and the acidity of the pickles, and then you got the cheddar, then you got the peanut butter, which is also kind of sweetened, but it's got that nutty flavor, hence the name. And, uh, that is offset then by the, the garlic and the ginger, um, boy, and all of it just accentuated the actual smash burger patties, beef flavor, nicely charred. Not overcooked. This was this was this was next level burger type stuff. I'm not gonna eat for another two days, but it was it was you know unimpressive as it looked in the picture. 
the taste was where it was at and the fries were perfectly cooked. So, you know, nice. what can I do? I'm not eating till Saturday. There you go. Moving on to news and our top story has to be what just happened just minutes ago. Lisa Sue minutes. on stage at CES Sue. providing the annual keynote, of course. Keynote. You're and, hearing it here uh, second. Yeah, you're hearing it here second. You already know what I'm about to say. X3D is coming to Ryzen 7000 series. This was reported that- a bit early at that video card's place, but here's the official slide. I got this from Tom's Hardware. Look at that. You know, if, if you're watching the video. If you're not watching the video, you, it's, we're just silent here. Yeah. The Ryzen 9 7800X3D is coming. Eight cores, 16 threads, up to 5 gigahertz, 104 megabytes of cache, and a 120-watt TDP. But wait... There's more. Ryzen 9 7900X3D, 12 cores, 24 threads, up to 5.6 gigahertz, 140 megabytes of cache, that same 120 watt TDP. But wait, there's even more. The Ryzen 9 7950X3D, the full 16 core, 32 thread, up to 5.7 gigahertz, 144 megabytes of cache. Cache at the same 120 watt TDP. That that seems unbelievable. Coming in February, no prices yet. Josh, how on earth are they going to work this X3D magic on something with two CCDs? Uh, they're 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 kind of not. What? So <clears throat> the problem is, is they're going to put that uh, large amount L3 on one CCD and then the other. We'll need to go through Infinity Fabric to access it, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It's still a a overall positive because if it's what they need, it's still faster to go through chiplet IO, chiplet 3D cache than it is to go chiplet IO main memory. So... Yeah, you're going to see a, uh, a decrease in overall kind of efficiency and performance when, you know, the opposite CD is is accessing uh, the data on that uh, expanded V3D cache, but it's still going to be faster than main memory. Because think about Broadwell back in the day. You had essentially an L4 cache. Yeah, L4 cache on that uh, external thingy and it was still faster than main memory because that's just the way the big dies and column access strobes and all of that work on main memory versus a very fast running uh 3d cache that's existing on the other chip so you know at first i was like no that's not great but then the more i started thinking about it it's like you know some uh, handy compiler tricks, some OS tricks. You could really, uh, you know, increase performance pretty dramatically, even with the limitations of the interconnect uh, with, you know, Infinity and well, Infinity Fabric. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 it is a big positive across the board. Yeah, it's not perfect. But it's still a big positive. Josh, there's a question out there as to why you think the X3D or the cache is only going to be on one CCD. 
because they showed us wouldn't make sense yeah because they should yeah. you can i was just showing that picture it's only on one of them. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well there was a question somebody was asking. Was there's only one way to, get... to implement this oh well, well with this amount but look at yeah. it i mean you can there you see go. there's a little bit of a difference here on the left versus the right so one of these I'm, things is not like the other one of these things I, is not quite is, the same okay the, now think about it this way Think about bus contention in between one CCD with another, with one having the 3DV cache, and then have the other one having 3DV cache. How much more contention will it be for access across that if you think about how it's topologically set up? Hmm. Uh, because... You know, ROS and scheduler and data handling is not that fine-grained. I mean, it's pretty fine-grained, but it's not that fine-grained because the original Vcache was just throwing a tremendous amount of memory very, very close to that CCD. Uh, and so I'm kind of wondering if in simulations they didn't see some net kind of slowdown because of potential bus con tension of of the other cd constantly going to the other one to try to find that really close this is just you know going to main memory i don't know i mean that's that's going to be an issue whether or not it's huge or not but the other thing we have to ask about is uh the actual cost per chip because it is an extra step in the process to get that v cache aligned correctly and integrated in and then you've got to make sure that both chips line up nicely under that ihs mm -hmm. hmm that yeah one thing that's interesting is the power disparity this is a 120 watt part for mm -hmm. the, yeah on all, all three, three SKUs. and yeah. all three SKUs of the non x3d variants of these are 100 and 70 watts. 40 isn't it oh 70 yeah 170 actually no there's not a, a 79 or there's not a 7800 right now it's 77 then 79 79 50 but anyway the top two skews at least we have a frame of reference and it's 170 watts for the uh base and then it can go it can pull up to 230 these are just showing 120 watts which doesn't surprise me because like with the 5800 x3d it, it was a uh, lower power draw, lower clocks. These don't show the lower clocks necessarily, but it's interesting. Sort of. Is it? Because, I mean... Okay, so, okay. Binning, think, maybe. Think about it this way. Okay. Think about it this way. Uh, the non-3D core CCD can boost up to that higher clock. Oh, but I see what you're saying. the 3D core oh, is not going to be <clears throat> anywhere. No. So it's probably oh, going to be no. that, that boost at the 3D <clears throat> core is going to be 5 gigahertz like the hmm. single 7800 x3d but you can boost that other one up there and so it's you know it's greater than 105 watts which you know kind of what you would expect but it's less than 170 because you're not clocking both of those ccds nearly as high or is it a a cumulative 120 including the I don't know. ccd without the maybe <laughs> there's so many questions i would ask if i was so there. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't be answering those questions tonight anyway <laughs> no uh no so it's i and then this the whole thread scheduling thing is going to be a big 
question mark. They could just come out and say, oh, don't worry about it. We yeah. have it all figured out. Because when you're in game, you're only going to use the CCD that has the 3DV cache and the no. Windows scheduler will account for this. Or maybe once you upgrade other- to Windows 12. <laughs> Hey, that would be a so finally a reason. It's 11.1. Come on. When is 11.1 we're making it right. coming? It's, is that? It's, it's, it's okay. a made up. We're not, okay. we're not, we don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, we could pontificate about this uh, a lot more, but right now we just have the announcement. We don't have anything other than the, <clears throat> the highest level specs and no pricing. So just like <laughs> with the 5800X3D, yeah. there'll be a later pricing announcement and then an actual availability date. I'm gonna I'm gonna check video cards so, again. It's been it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. Let's move to the featured review of the week. You know, Nvidia was in the news and they had their little mm. announcement yesterday. The ah. GeForce RTX 4070 Ti. Have you heard about this? It kind of you takes mean the 4080 the, LE? Well, it takes ah, the stop. place <laughs> of what would have been the 4080 12 gigabyte edition. Which was not a good idea. Honestly, it was it was a bad idea. They should never have announced it. And it was too expensive. And here we are, a couple months down the road, and we have the 4070 Ti, $100 less than what it would have been had it been released as a 4080. So that's something. You know, yeah. We were sent an OEM card, of course. This is all there is. Uh, this is an Asus Tough. Uh, it's an OC edition gaming card mild what is factory the overclock, what is the but. oc actually add i was just that was my first question you know i forgot to put the screenshot from gpu z in here so i'm gonna have to go back and look at that because really these when you're boosting it's it's you're thermally constrained and you're constrained by the power limit so oh got josh is gone so we'll just wait a minute here oh he's gone okay let's quickly look at some specifications for the new larger rtx 40 series family and this is the first, this 4070 Ti is the first on AD104. It's a different GPU than the 4080. It only has 60 SMs instead of 76 with the 4080. Can, can means, I just interrupt yeah, here yes. real quick? Yes, Josh. Is it kind of mind-blowing <clears throat> that we have three SKUs and three different chips? Yeah. Do that, they not mm-hmm. realize yes. how expensive it is to tape out to get the masks for each individual chip, and you've only got three SKUs. Mind, they're at sixteen hundred, twelve hundred, and eight hundred bucks. That's it's a good chunk of change, but still, that's Josh, kind you of also excessive. their their order rate <laughs> with TSMC has gone down, so you know that they're paying more they have. this time yeah. around as well. Yeah. And this See, just the less you buy, the cost. Yes, exactly. The more you <laughs> exactly. Pay. <laughs> if, wait, wait. <laughs> here's a big problem with that too ad104 it's not just that it has fewer sm so lower cuda core count 7680 versus 9728 that's not really the issue here the issue is down in the memory section mm-hmm. because wow. it has a cut down 192 bit memory interface there's no coming back from that your bauer today was trying to overclock the memory to overcome this limitation, he was getting something like two to five percent performance with a big memory overclock. It's not, it, it you can't overcome that limitation. If they had just cut down the uh, forty eighty a bit and used eighty one hundred three, you could have been on a two hundred fifty six bit interface, but you still would have had sixteen gigabytes of memory at that point. So I mean, which would have been nice. They wouldn't have well, had to clock that high off. either. See, they could have left off a chip that high. 
Yeah, the, the 4080 has a 22.4 gigabit per second effective memory data rate. And the 4070 Ti. cheaper DDR6. Exactly. Don't, yes, it's <sighs> right. Josh is absolutely right. It should have been the non-6X part. Just use six and even 20 gigabit per second, six. It doesn't matter. Still yeah. 16 gigs, but it's a lot more competitive part. Bump up the memory bandwidth. It's only 500, I mean, only 500 gigabytes per second, but... In spite of this, and this is the thing that's actually impressive about this product, in spite of the fact that we're dealing with a much smaller chip, this is 295 millimeters squared, only 285 watt TGP, and 500 gigabytes per second of memory bandwidth, which is significantly lower than the 3090 Ti, which I left on here only because they were comparing this to the 3090 Ti very favorably. And that card is three times the performance. Well, (laughs) okay. All right. And by the way, Josh doesn't mean that the 3090 Ti has three times performance. NVIDIA no. claims that the 4070 Ti offers up to three times the performance of the 3090 Ti. Now, what's BS about this? It's not actually BS if you qualify it. If their chart had said, when DLSS 3.0 and frame generation is enabled. Because let's face it. There's a reason that frame generation is is not available on the 30 series products. Just like originally RTX effects were not available on the GTX 10 series, and then later they caved and they enabled it. It is a big point of differentiation between two generations of products when you can say, well, one can do this special feature and the other one can't. And if if you're marketing... 3x the performance increase on the 40 series over the 30 series because the 40 series has frame generation and the 30 series doesn't, then it seems pretty obvious. I feel like I'm just, I'm belaboring this point. Stating the obvious? Correct. I I just don't know if there is new hardware in the next generation stuff that is enabling DLSS 3. I mean, they, they have not told us nearly enough about it and the nuts and bolts and, and obviously they don't want to but i'm not entirely sure that this frame generation could not be applied to the 3000 series i, I mean i i could be very mm-hmm. extremely wrong josh it sounds like a software element to me i bet it could be i bet it's blocked out in the driver there is yeah. a latency penalty involved and it's at the output stage it's not in the rendering That's- pipeline this is a gameplay. It, it, it could be with props. It, it could be in that in that back end. They could have added something. I'm not saying that they're complete, you know, frauds in 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 this aspect. But I don't know. Yeah, I That's, mean, it is not a fraudulent I mean, okay, statement okay. to say that it does not work with 30 series if they have specifically programmed it that way. That's true. Here, here's the thing, also. Okay. We're talking billions and billions and billions of transistors. You'd be amazed what you can slip in there from going from eight nanometers to the specialized four nanometer, which is essentially five nanometer with some tweaks. But there's still a lot of leeway in terms of transistor count if you were going to add something. So my gut instinct is you could probably apply them to 3000 series and it'd be okay. But, you know, this probably has also been a hardware and software 
development in the past three years that they've been working on that is aimed at four. So am I making any sense? Yeah, it's, it, you are. Uh, you're swinging but, at it. Yeah, it's just, it's just you know, when, when you're talking about hundreds of people working on a design like this and you've got, you know, high-level engineers saying, hey, we've got the, the budgets to be able to do this, 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 and this. You know, we, 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 we lay down the basic hardware requirements and then let's get the software people on this. And it's a hand-in-hand thing anymore, far more than it has been in the past. Because um, we're just dealing with really extreme teraflop throughput in these chips. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you could you could just sweep it under the rug and say, ah, it's garbage. It's only 20% faster. But then when you kind of look at the feature sets that they're adding to it and the communication across the entire die and memory and workflows and warps and all of that crap. It's just, these are incredibly complex parts and yes. um, talk down as much as you want that the stuff even works in the first place is just pure magic. All right. Well, getting back to the subject at hand, which is the 4070 <laughs> Ti. <laughs> this block diagram is interesting because they, it seems like there could be one more cluster in there that might be disabled. But the way this is drawn, it only has five for the total of 60 SMs. Anyway, it's got a lot of L2 cache. That does help with that the lower memory interface, just kind of like the uh, Infinity cache did for AMD. has 48 yeah, megabytes of L2 between those five clusters and a total of 60 SMs. So anyway, here's the card. This is the Tough Gaming that we received for our review, which is a triple fan, uh, pretty big card. It's, um, it's unobtrusive. It's not going to clash with anything visually. It's, it's, it's a um, little over three slots wide once you factor in this massive cooler. Oh, yeah. It is 12 inches Oof. long, and it has that nice uh, through, the through venting. The plenty of heat pipes there, I see. Mm-hmm. And it's got the end support, like most. Hey, of the look, you got two HDMI. Do. Isn't that odd? Yeah, it, it is a bit odd. Yeah, two HDMI, two or no? Do you? Or is that three DisplayPort? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay there. It's three, three Display and two HDMI. HDMI, two HDMI. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting positioning, anyways. Could you actually run five monitors off of it, or? I haven't tried, and that's a huge uh, oversight on my part. Let's move on to performance testing. This is, again, on an AMD platform. This is an X670E running a 7950X. No, not an X3D. AGISA 1.0.0.3 patch A. Rebar is enabled. Got the fast DDR5 6000 Cast 30. And a nice uh, ultra-powerful Be Quiet Dark Power Pro 12 1500-watt power supply. Now, let's look at some synthetics first. Here is where the cards stack up. We're primarily going to be focused on the 7900 XT and this 4070 Ti. And in pure raster, DirectX 12, 4K time spy extreme, the XT is notably faster than the 4070 Ti. I, I, I think an even more interesting comparison is against the 3090 and the imaginary 3090 Ti. Well, here's the thing. I don't have a 3090 Ti. We do have a 3090. That's why I said imaginary. The yes. MSI Supreme X is an overclocked 3090. So, so it's close. It's somewhere. It's like getting the in fact there. that the 4070 Ti in this test is about 400 points higher in Times by Extreme 
then the overclock 3090 tells me that it's probably right about where a TI would be, but I'm just guessing. In Port Royal, it's uh, just a hair faster than our 3090, but it is a little bit faster than the 7900 XT. Moving on to Speedway, which is a lot tougher, DirectX 12 Ultimate ray tracing test. The gap is a little wider between the 4070 Ti over the 7900 XT. Well, the there's, XT there's your memory. There's your memory width right there. Look at your 3090 up there. 3090 Actinol. is slightly faster than the 4070 mm-hmm. Ti here. If we move on to ultra-wide results, here's a great example of raster versus DXR. Metro Exodus, the original version, not enhanced edition, at its highest non-ray trace settings, the 4070 Ti is behind the 7900 XT, slightly. Three ouch, frames per second. Ouch. Hmm, interesting. Mm. Three frames per second, but it is technically behind. That was an average of could, three could, runs. But, but it's better than the 3090. It's barely pulling on the essentially the the Supreme uh, 3090. Barely. Yeah, it's about the same speed as the 3090 in this test. Yeah. Now you yeah. move on to. Could, could, could I call edition. attention to one thing before you? Yes. Look at that freaking 4090. That's the only yeah. damn card of this generation that is worth the money that you're paying for. Josh, that's why I gave it the editor's choice here at PC Perspective. Yes, it's outrageously <laughs> expensive, but you know what? It is a generational it works. product. It works. Yeah. It's yeah. freaking fast. It's faster than anything else we'll have this entire year, unless they release a 4090 Ti. AMD was not able to match it. We have what we have. It's still the fastest GPU you can buy. Okay. Yes, the all-new $2,500 Titan... 4090 yeah, that's 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 the that is honest to god the outlier of this entire generation it's kind of and, ridiculous yep. to look at the gap between that and it even is. the 4080 and the 7900 yeah. so if you move from original to enhanced edition of metro exodus the 4070 ti leapfrogs the 7900 xt suddenly it's slightly faster about okay. the same about the same two or three frames so nothing huge, but that is basically the story here. If you're playing a game that's primarily raster-based, it's a traditional, like, you know, DirectX 11 mm. or 12 game. Depending on how well-optimized the drivers are, the two cards are pretty much going to be 7900 XT just above a 4070 Ti. And in Dirt 5, for example, if this is an AMD-optimized game, the XT's lead is bigger, but if you look at a game like... Yeah, Apple I bet you it's running into memory limitations at that point, too, though. Hmm... I don't think so, because no. Dirt 5 is not a very... No, not with Dirt 5? Uh, no. It's ugly. It's yeah, like a PS4 ugly. game, oh, okay. is what it looks like. F122, on the other hand, this one, if you turn it all the way up, it's using a lot of DirectX ray tracing. And here, once again, we find the 4070 Ti leading the 7900 XT, this time by about 5 frames per second. So but, it's, it's but not lagging. Big. Lagging the 3090. Lagging yeah, your slightly, yeah. There, there are yeah. absolutely cases where the 3090 which has more and faster memory, like fa- more memory there you bandwidth. Go. There you go. Yeah. I think it's more, me- yeah, it's more memory bandwidth. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So it, it's 320 it, bit. It's, uh, yeah, and not 192 or 384. It's, it has slower memory, I think, but it's, because it wasn't until the 3090 Ti that they started using the 21 gigabit per second GDDR6. Yeah, you're right. Cyberpunk, here it is at its highest non-ray traced settings with no DLSS, no display scaling. And the 7900 XT averages 94 FPS 
while the 4070 Ti is only at 79.5. However, still on this platform, and I don't see this in other outlets, and I've talked about this before, the frame variance with the 7900 series cards in Cyberpunk is outrageous. At wow. least on this platform, at least with this initial driver, it's not great. Minimums are... Their, like their drivers Did, need some help there. Do you know how disappointed I am that I didn't jump on an RTX 3080? 12 gig back a few months ago. Oh, I, th- I thought you did. I know you talked I about it. I did not. Oh. No, yeah, it was it was a great card. And, and then EVGA was clearancing out at 799. It, yeah. Wow, and that sounds was, like a deal. <laughs> I'm just am poor. I'm poor. Uh, well, you're rich in love, spirit. I mean, that would have been a great, great yeah. interim card that little extra memory, little bandwidth, you know, a few but, more. But Josh. Look at these. Should have blown all your money on the arc. Josh, for seven ninety nine to tomorrow, tomorrow the same price. This kicks the snot out of a thirty eighty twelve gig. Are you kidding me? Okay, fine. It is significantly right. faster You're, than a yeah, thirty eighty. Yeah, but I can get a hold of. Are you well, saying I can actually get a hold of one tomorrow? Faster. I'm not. Uh, not. How that. early are you going to wake up, Josh? I just want to wait a myself minute. Immediately. Wait a minute. It is not significantly faster than a thirty eighty Ti, but it is. It is, it is measurably faster, faster than yeah. 3080 Ti. Now, it's wait even a minute. sometimes wait a faster than a 3090. Wait, wait, wait. There's no reference version of this. No. You really think that yes. any partner card yes. is ever going to sell yes. at 799? PNY sells one for 799 tomorrow, guaranteed. PNY mm-hmm. always has a reference-ish kind of card for yeah. that price. They will always sell one at 799. But I'm most of the keeps saying one. There, there are there's there's one card. Three. No uh, backplate, no RGBs. Three out of like 12 <laughs> that are right, I'm gonna look. 799. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pallet, I think, is the other one. And oh, okay. I don't know who yeah. the third is. Maybe Zotac will have one? Hmm. I'm guessing Asus has one. Because they have a non-OC version of the Tough. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. Our oh, tough, God. Because I got a price Wait, Did a fly from... jump into your mouth? No, go ahead, Jeremy. No, I was gonna bitch, but because uh, the, the the toughs are fine, the Strix—they're talking about the overclocked freaking Strix for eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, there will be some expensive cards out there for sure. Yeah, but there will also be a couple of models out there from different vendors that are seven ninety nine. Those will. You're not quickly. wrong. Zotac, PNY, and ASUS all have a Micro Center 799. Okay. Now, that's probably as good as people are going to be doing over-the-counter retail. Most of them are looking 829, 849, so 869. Yeah. The Tough. Uh, nine, yeah. 915. The Tough with the big cooler from our review. It was is, 850, wasn't it? 849, yep. Jeez. So it's a $50, you're paying a $50 premium for the really, really big, oversized, basically 4080 cooler on it. The yeah. Zotech Amp Extreme it is extremely quiet. It's tipping a grand cool. at uh at Micro Center. Yeah. What? Yeah, so is the Aces Strix. Yeah. Jeez. By the way, uh just before I go, the Sprite Memory Infinite game, the newest version of the game, oh. not the benchmark, offers DLSS three. And here I ran the card with TAA, no DLSS, and I got sixty five and a half frames per second. And the latency, the PC latency was about twenty six point six milliseconds. When I turned on DLSS 3.0 plus frame generation, that went up by five milliseconds, oh, three and a half, four and a half, to 31.04. Yeah, but, but the frame... Look at them rate, frame rates. Yeah, it went up to 159.48. Not quite three times. Now, that one 
instance where Nvidia said that this was three times faster than a 40 or than a 3090 Ti was in a specific upcoming uh, version of Cyberpunk. Let me go to my news post on the 4070 Ti here. Is they there's a slide it says faster than the 3090 Ti and it shows these little points, but it doesn't have a line. I don't know why they did the thing where there's it's a line chart but without the line. The three it's a point chart. That's not a line chart. Okay. The 3.0 performance improvement is for cyberpunk 2077 new rt overdrive so that specific hmm. mode which i don't think is available yet with dlss 3.0 and i'm assuming frame generation would be a 3x improvement over the 3090 ti i guess no other yeah. game is anywhere near that on their own chart it's like one and a half to two and then there's that one cyberpunk at 3x do we need to talk about the 4070 Ti anymore, or have we said enough? I mean, it's, it's Only that you had a really great section on pricing that you didn't want to hear it anymore. I, I, it's not, I wouldn't say it's great. It's, it's something that I well, hope will uh, it is something. create a conversation, because everything costs more <laughs> now. But here's Power Draw. It is a significantly more efficient card than the 7900 XT. Look if you this. care about power draw, it it completely kills anything from the 30 series that could it, touch this. It pulls like 75 watts less power. This is actual hardware measurements. I'm intercepting the slot power and the PCIe connectors and all that, and it's it's significant. It really does behave exactly as it says yeah. it's going to. It's it's right around 275 to 285 peaks. There was one brief period where it spiked up to 294, but that was the highest uh, for this uh, AM this particular reference version from ASUS. So very very impressive. And I mentioned here, by the way, it, all this hype about power draw this generation. Does anybody remember when Ryan was trying to test the Radeon R9 295X2? Yes, because that was ridiculous to try and measure the power off of the PCIe and the power supply. Two eight pins is all this thing had. And yet it was it had a TDP of 500 and drew more than that. So Mm -hmm. we have the 4090 is it's unprecedented. It's ridiculous. These graphics cards are the size of industrial air conditioning units and they pull thousands of watts and it comes out and it's 450 watts. 10 years ago, almost, there was an AMD GPU that pulled 500 watts from two 8-pin connectors on a slot. And we've yeah. forgotten about that. That doesn't exist. And it's nothing smoked those. They didn't no, go that's the thing. Flames. Because the 8-pin is a robust connector, Josh. It is can, robust. You can just pump power through that thing. <laughs> and when I remember him having to get a second 1,000-watt power supply and connect that to just the GPU because the system would shut down yep. with one 1,000-watt power supply. So the thing clearly had spikes. I want to see Gamers Nexus run tests on the 295X2. actually considered buying one because you can buy them on eBay for about $200 right now. <laughs> I don't want to ask Ryan for his because I didn't take it with me when I went down there. Not he, totally he'd sure. probably send it to you. He'd send it to you. I, I could say, <laughs> he'd hey, probably Ken, get rid of it. Ken, are you guys using this? He probably threw it away already. So I, if, he, yeah, if it's not I, thrown out, he'll send it to you. But I mean, I can buy one and just own it as a piece of history. I could put it behind me mm. on the wall here. But yeah, that was a ridiculous dual GPU monster. Let's let's pause. Let's pause everything right here and hear from this week's podcast sponsor. 
Hey, what's that purchase on your credit card? You gaze at that mysterious charge on your bank account or credit card statement only to suddenly realize, wait, did I sign up for something? And that's money you've already spent on something you did not even use. Sheesh. Could be the local gym, a lawn care service for a place you don't live at anymore, or more likely some sort of online content access you're not using. Was it Hulu? Prime? Some random news site? How much of these unwanted subscriptions are they really costing you? Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Nice. Rocket Money might even find ones you've been double charged for. Look, over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, and on average, they're putting back up to $720 a year right in their pockets. So if you no longer want a subscription, press that cancel button on the app, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Easy money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash pcperspective. That's rocketmoney.com slash pcperspective. Check it out at rocketmoney.com slash pcperspective. We are now going to go through the rest of the news in 15 minutes. Get ready. Let's go. Uh, Intel at CES. They have a couple announcements. One of them is desktop processors at 65 watts. Can you believe it? 13th gen, only 65 watts. Base power. Well, everything else is needed for my GPU, so the CPU has to have low wattage. Okay, so for example, the 3900, no K, no F, nothing, just 3900. Base power, only 65 watts. Yes, they did it. Max turbo power, 219 watts. Now, that is still a lot lower than 253. So this is a more efficient part. part. And it still has 5.6 gigahertz um, turbo frequency. It's it's nice. And you can get the the F version without graphics. Oh, and the memory. Memory goes up to 600. Yeah, you noticed that. Yes. Official memory support is now DDR5 5600, up from 4800. Or 5200 So mm, that's okay. also going to be cheaper. And I've already seen Ooh. one of these listed for sale on Newegg at $589.99. So retail prices will be higher yeah, than these right. prices. Anyway, whole new product stack. Check it out. They've got all these yeah. non-K parts and F parts, so they have no graphics. And they're going to be cheaper, DIY-friendly. Yeah. Plus, they have the T stuff that shows up in like smaller form factor OEMs. So many SKUs. Yeah. Look at all these my parts. Mind. Yeah. It's Intel. Losing my what mind. is this, a Xeon? They, Announcing today, 465 you. new processors. It's exciting. <laughs> and that's just on mobile. Speaking of mobile. Speaking, speaking of, of mobile. mobile. Yeah, speaking of mobile, <laughs> Intel at CES. They, they did it. In the same presentation, actually first in the presentation, they announced the 13th gen core mobile processors. And let's just look at the HX. I didn't put all the slides on here, but... The HX, oh, the HX are the interesting ones. Okay. The high performance. Okay. How is... How's this going to stack up against uh, mobile chips from AMD that were just know. announced 20 minutes, 25 minutes ago? I don't know. We have to wait ago. and see. see Good when, question. When Intel Max made, turbo power. <clears throat> it, yeah, it's high. When Intel made Max. this announcement a day before AMD, the i9-13980HX was the world's fastest mobile processor by Uh-oh. frequency, by clock frequency. I don't know what AMD's is. Is it more than 5.6? I remember seeing 5.7, but that may have been desktop. So. But let me look at the power draw. Yeah. 13th gen, there's nothing. This is a performant uh, generation of processors from Intel. There is no doubt. But they consume a lot of power. And we're talking about base power of 55 watts now, not 45. That's not that's, 45. That's not 35. 65. No. It's not 28. And the turbo nope. is 157 watts. Yeah. In a mobile processor. You know what? If you want to well, cook some Well, this is 55 hot dogs. watts all the way down to stack. Interesting. 
Yeah, 55 watts base and 157 turbo all the way down the HX Whoa. Your, your battery life is somewhere between eight hours to an hour and ten. Which is, yeah. You mean eight minutes. Eight minutes to an yeah. hour and ten. How much... How much 1080p YouTube video can I watch? Can you express that in the percentage of the day? Well, it'll clock down for that. It, it'll be using the oh, 55 yeah. watts for that. Okay, sure. Oh, it'll be losing, using less than 55 watts for that. But yeah. All right. Speaking of yeah. Intel, we have some uh, sad news tonight. Oh, it's a rumor. <sighs> this is Battle Mage by, by no. Red Gaming Tech, as reported by VideoCards.com. Yeah. Battle Mage is early enabling in Q1 2024. What does early enabling That's even harsh. mean? Well, it Gosh. means they're putting it off for a year at the very least. Ouch. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's you know, they're, they're still getting up to speed. And uh, it. I thought we would see it by the end of 23, but... Mm-hmm. Raja, what happened? Plus. What happened? Dude, it's, it's a well, hard... It's a hard industry. And even Adele is going to stumble. And I mean, they haven't Mm -hmm. been given nearly the uh, resources that uh, they probably would want to. Yeah, they're a a small company. If only maybe a bigger mm -hmm. company will come and buy their GPU technology. Well, Intel would actually sell that. It would would do that. You think so? so? (laughs) Okay, look look what it's done with its arm group. And other graphics. It's and, mobile group before that, and and, and it's let's storage group. Storage and let's yeah, yeah. it's it just, cellular chips. Uh, yeah, modems. Yeah, modem. Yeah, hey, modems, you know, Apple, modems. They're going to pay us some money for that. Let's just shuffle yeah. it off to them. Hey, sometimes big it's companies let company. let really good things go. Like when yeah, HP bought Palm, company. and then they let WebOS go. They sold yep. it to LG to use on smart TVs. It's sad. Right, very sad. 2023 year, the year of the Intel Arc driver. I'm, I'm predicting hey, it right now. They've already made some strides <laughs> there, but and we're going to briefly talk about AMD's little thermal thing that's been going on. And if you haven't watched Drew Bauer's video, he recently Vapor released game. yet another one where he took apart the vapor yeah. chamber and he kind of showed what he thinks is going on. It seems that they may not have enough liquid in the vapor chamber, essentially. But really? uh, this, this hmm. depends. I didn't have this issue at all, but I only ever tested it vertically. I have hmm. it on a open test bed where the card stands up. I never had it horizontal. So I was thinking I could actually do a stream where I have the 7900 XTX reference card in a case. And while I'm streaming, I put it on its side, put the case upside down, put the case right side up, you know, sideways, whatever I need to do and uh, see if I, I can get that uh, throttling to happen two things two things yeah. i've heard that the models that the reviewers got probably came from a pre-run that don't generally suffer from this issue and two it takes about 10 minutes in when one position or another to mm. kind of make a temperature Your power was getting it to change with yeah usually three. it's uh, like two minutes in one position yeah, yeah and it's then okay. you're yeah. done and that's about all you got yeah <laughs> Watch, yeah, watch, just watch your Bowers video. It's better than anything that I'm going to be able to come up with. Here. Uh, <laughs> and viewers warning, do not try and add liquid to your liquid chamber at home. No, once he destroyed sure the liquid chamber, it was, yeah. it was not going back together. You had to cut into yeah. it. And All right. Uh, Faison is first with a PH. At first. Jeremy. Missed opportunity. I know, Jeremy. In, in the show uh, notes, I spelled it correctly, Jeremy. I spelled it P H I R R S T first. I don't know. Uh, Jeremy, I thought that was a little cheap. 
I calling oh, you out on this. I'm cheap. Wait. Okay, well, that's true. Wait. That's fair. That's what fair. did he say? I, it's dad jokes, I guess, at this point. All right. Faison has a PS5. No relation. 026-E26. Yes. Get used to that because you're going to see it in a lot of Gen 5 drives. A lot of first. Gen 5. Just like they had the first Gen 4. They've got the first Gen 5. Yep. They, they well, but the thing is, this isn't a retail drive. You'll never be able to buy this. Faison always puts out a uh, proof of concept oh, okay. before everyone else to say, ha ha, we invented it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, the spiel said 10,000 megabytes random read and write. And, well, damned if it doesn't do that. Uh, and even a little tiny bit more. The other interesting thing about it is you've got some brand new RAM on there. Uh, the flash is... Uh, oh, I didn't write it down. It's ridiculously thick. Uh, 232 layers. This is this is a brand new uh, B58R flash we haven't seen before either. It's really ridiculously fast. The 990 Pro 2 terabyte in some tests can come that close, but in most of the tests, the this uh, it, it's you know. It looks like the 4090 in the previous ones uh, that you were looking at with the graphics reviews. Yeah. It jumps way ahead. Uh, the only thing is, it's going to cost a hell of a lot of money. And honestly, unless you're Sebastian transcoding video, you're not going to see a difference gaming. I hate to say it. It's wonderful. It's great bragging rights, but... How dare you? I think you're not going to see 12, huge differences. I think it's a 12 nanometer uh, controller. Uh, do not know last generation hmm. and it consumes double what the okay. power. oh my so you're gonna have to have and like heat pipes and no like no an i mean this 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 thing. test has active cooling on it okay yeah. serious yes it does cooling it's like <laughs> yeah. a 30 millimeter fan on top of it you're spinning at 10,000 no i'm waiting for gen 2 i'll wait for Samsung and uh, Solidime. Yeah, I don't think we have the specs on the fan, but oh yeah, there is a, a wheel of fan love, on there. I love that. I love that Delta fan. That Delta fan. Hey, yeah. speaking no. of devices don't with put fans, your fingers in it. I bet. I bet if you were to create the world's fastest router, it would probably be actively cooled. You wouldn't be able to get away with passive cooling when you're at Wi-Fi seven. Yes, Asus has done it. The what? ROG seven Rapture GT. BE98. It's the world's first quad band Wi-Fi 7 gaming router and it's a monster. It's What are we talking ridiculous. to this with? What what handheld I, device look, what? Are you sick and tired <laughs> what of activating you your Wi-Fi <laughs> 6C network? Oh my goodness, my router is holding me back. Not all the the lack of adapters that even can possibly nope. use all that no. bandwidth. Instead of 160 megahertz, how about 320 megahertz channel support? I, yeah. Can can my can my iPhone 14 do this? Twenty five thousand megabits per second. All I can say is I want the damn adapter that can connect to this thing because I don't think it exists yet. Uh, I have a. I six- love how they've stuck with a spider motif throughout this whole yes, thing, though. It's truly it only dangerous. weighs twenty five pounds too. <laughs> of interest, the switch. How many on the back fifteen pounds of that is heat sink? It has is it, is triple. It, 10G ports on the door. Oh, wow. Mm. So at least we have that. And, oh, by the way, it has things like multi-RU puncturing. I've never even heard of this. 
Is this POE what? compatible? What is, is that a is that a Ukrainian thing? Oh, it looks yeah, like I a think hammer. it might be. Wow. <laughs> okay, <laughs> topical. Topical. Uh, sad crap. Mm. Yay! Right, that threw me off. Let's let's take a, a brief look at some uh, security stories. As oh God! God yes. This is fun. This is, it's a lot right, of crying 60, here. Sixty thousand exchange servers mm. are vulnerable to oh, proxy. Thank God I don't on exchange anymore. Attacks. You know what? Some some people do. Okay, lots yeah. of people do. Well, I make Excel do, or I make Microsoft do it for me now. So this is from Bleeping That's Computer. Kind of nice. Uh, right. Yet to be patched is this CVE 2022-41082 remote code execution vulnerability. Oh. Yep. Which we've seen in the wild since back in September, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. A lot of affected systems out there. <sighs> God's there patch. is... Patch. patch. Email is not easy. If you don't know what you're doing, just don't. Don't use email. Just hand it off. Hand it off to Google. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah, hand it off to Microsoft. Enough. Hand it off to someone. Yeah. LastPass. Now, we've talked about LastPass a lot. That little break-in well, to the LastPass vault yeah. was a lot worse than they let on. Because, you know they what? Said, they said it wasn't bad. So the subtitle is, Much Safety. So security. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Some of the Very stolen nice. vault data is safely encrypted. What? However, what? some only some. Yeah, your not. form fields, your auto form fill fields are encrypted. Yeah, your username, your passwords, and that not so much necessarily. Well, your password. Your master password probably, is still safe. Yeah. Right. Now, theoretically, but other than that, yeah. Okay, as a as a so former LastPass user who still has info. an account, if if they have my my uh, vault, but it's still encrypted with my master password, it's probably impractical for them to crack that, right? I mean, why would they even attempt this? I, but and that isn't the point. The point is is that a lot of these I don't want to call them organizations that are loosely called organizations. They they use an amalgamation of a lot of different information from a variety of different sources to try and perhaps spearfish you or somebody else who's more important yeah. or to put together enough information, personal information, to try and build a, a, a an image of you so that they can crack the rest of your life. And gain access to your bank hmm. accounts. That's just one other aspect of gaining enough information to take a hmm. big crap on your life. It's just it doesn't look good for them, and it looks bad. It's time this probably to exit time. this market because they've had multiple no. problems. They've had stuff on their servers that was unauthorized. For them. They've had multiple break-ins. Yes. So time to to move on. One pass. Just or, uh, I use I use one password. Yeah. There's also personal ones you can run. Anyway, yeah, moving exactly. on. Google Home Speaker Flaw allows hackers to listen in on conversation. Un unthinkable. How, no. how is it possible that this could ever have been exploited? Google, who this you should was... trust all your email to. 
Yes. Well, do you yes. have anything to hide? Just don't have anything to this hide. Was, <laughs> yeah. This was technically interesting. So somebody shot a bunch of deauth uh, tokens at um, at Google Assistant once they figured out based upon the Wi-Fi traffic that was traversing somebody else's network. <laughs> they didn't have to know their password. They could just look at it through the Ethernet addresses, which manufacturers have definitive uh, preambles to their Ethernet addresses. So you can kind of yeah. tease out you know, what devices are which. And once they deauthed it, from your network, they had a kind of a op- couple of open APIs that allowed them to to ask the Google Assistant to say, "Hey, add me, you know, hacker as a fresh user on this person's account." Yep. And once they did that, and then turned it back over to you, they could then access your device remotely and turn on the sort of the phone or speaking system to listen in on what was going on inside of your house at will. That's pretty crappy. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Google. And this was in uh, as opposed to Amazon or any of the other ones that have had this exact same sort of breach happened in the past. Sure. Uh, yeah. Sure. Wait, I thought Basically, Amazon was getting away from Alexa because it doesn't make them any, uh, any money. That's true too. This was. Course, well, they, they, they thought the blackmail. They will hear in, in my house are me screaming at my kids to go get a job. <laughs> Stop well, stepping on the, the Calthrops. Stop stepping on the Calthrops. See, <laughs> take your dogs this out of here and money. clean up their mess. There's no blackmail material on that. Oh, no, the neighbors can hear it, so there's no blackmail. Whatever. Yeah, it's public. (laughs) Everything that happens in my house is very public because the walls are thin and there are neighbors nearby. (laughs) TLD, patch your damn nest. Yes. Somebody's probably owned you. All right, moving on. Uh, No, just get rid of your nest. Okay, there's that. Yeah, sure. Just don't have Google smart devices in your home. That's probably all. Chuck it. Check All right, uh, moving on to gaming quick hits and our weekly sojourn to Rock Paper Shotgun. Atomic Heart's latest trailer shows off its ray tracing chops. Now you can't see this if you're just listening to the podcast, but this is an impressive looking screenshot. It actually looks naturally lit, as if from this chandelier and the lightning bolts and, in the center of the room. Of course, and yeah. the android and other things that are happening in this. And it's a much it better trailer than the last one. No, it's mm-hmm. not uh, run it like a. 100 times normal speed, you know, actually get a bit better look at it. And one of the nice things is DLS 3.0 is going water. to work on this. Look I mean, look at the, the water. water. Look at the, uh, this is less impressive. It still looks pretty realistic. The thing about yeah. ray tracing that people just don't understand, I think, if they're they're still not sold on it, look it, at something the where the subtleties. lighting. Yes, it's just, yeah. it, it takes you. It it really I mean and here these these models aren't all that impressive the I feel like it it makes the environment seem so real because they're so naturally illuminated yeah that it, it's it one of those things where it, attention to how poorly uh, the well it's it's, it's like quick well, two yeah. RTX it you know what you play the original and it's like yeah you got you know multi texturing you've got you know multiple lighting and things and blah 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 and then you run the RTX version and you're like Oh, okay. Yeah. The models are not impressive. I mean, yeah, they've done some things with the textures, but, but holy crap, that yeah. that lighting and, and how it interacts and how it's just, I mean, the subtleties just grab you with mm. how ray tracing well, works. Would you call it's, it impactful? Dirt 5 ray tracing sucks ass. No, dirt 5 yeah. ray tracing, the only ray tracing is the shadow of the car on the ground. That's it. And there's some kind of reflections. But anyway. it was, it's just but ray no. trace shadows. There's yeah. no reflections. Oh. No, the thing with the RTX anyway. is that like 
when ray tracing is done well, all of a sudden you're not noticing the weirdness of the that shadow didn't look like that lighting didn't look right. All of a sudden your brain is just, yep, yeah, that's exactly how it's supposed to look. And now you're focused on other things. I don't know that NVIDIA love me for saying that, but it is. It's just, that's natural. Now it's across the uncanny valley. I don't even notice it anymore. It's perfect. Hmm. Well, maybe not perfect, but it's it's a whole lot better. Well, okay. It's a whole lot better. Moving on. The Evil Within 2. Do you want it? Are you interested? Do you not own it already? You can have it for free if you have Amazon Prime. And it's a GOG game. You actually get the full... Uh, yep. No DRM yeah, it's a great deal. The game. Just click claim now. Put it in your Do library. It. Why Do not? It. Why not? How long does Evil this uh, two. last? Are people still going to be able to claim this tomorrow? Um, probably, yes. Possibly. Okay. I, th- okay. I think they change it uh, roughly on a monthly time frame. So oh, okay. Be okay. So that's just the this. current one. Yep. Well, anyway, so. try to claim that if you can. And... That was the standout one. There are other games that you can claim on Prime, but this one was the standout one that I thought would be most attention-getting. Real quick, Solidine, P44 Pro, SSDs. This is the spirit of Intel. Do you remember one year ago, a little over one year ago, December 30, 2021, SK Hynix completes their acquisition of Intel's SSD business. And then what did they do? They came out with Solidime, a new... Uh, company within SK Hynix. The all new. The M stands for Malventano. Well, he does work there now. Alan Malventano. Is this quote quote new? Is it you quote new? Solidime. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I have not interviewed him about this product yet, uh, but I think it would be interesting to get his insight into the uh, storage driver because this is one of those rare products where it has its own storage driver. You're not just using the built-in Windows driver. If you want the highest performance, you will use the Solidime storage driver 1.0.0.1030 or whatever's newer since I did this review. And here we have PC Mark 10, the full drive benchmark. And the performance is actually slightly higher than the SK Hynix Platinum P41. Why is this important? Because it's the same hardware. The Solidime P44 Pro is built on the same hardware platform as the Platinum P41 from SK Hynix. The only difference is tweaked firmware and their storage driver. That is it. And you know what? It's a lot cheaper. They are making a a play basically at gaining market share here because they are going to be selling the Solidime drives worldwide. It's not going to be as limited as the Hynix drive is. And I didn't really think about this, but I guess I have that you know, biased USA perspective where I just think everything's available and it should be cheap. Because uh, apparently the P41 is not available everywhere in the world. But the Solidime will be. There are instances where the 990 Pro, which is the absolute undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, by the way, that is not in danger. The If you look at any of the benchmarks, the 990 Pro, it's miles ahead of everybody else in things like bandwidth, in the PC Mark 10 full system drive benchmark, it has incredibly fast reason writes. It's just a monster. But if you're competing at a price level below that, suddenly this Solidime P44 Pro looks very attractive. And it it depends on the test, but in some cases is faster than that Platinum P41, which costs more. So I'll just scroll down to the bottom. And by the way, here's a look at their storage tool. They're a nice little 
software program that gives you all of the expected SSD toolbox functionality. And then of course their NVMe driver, which installed and worked just fine. And it works alongside any other drive in your system. Those just use the Windows driver by default. Their driver installer only replaces the driver for the Solidime drives installed in your system. Now these Solidime P44 Pros start at $80.99, so it's $81 for a 500 gig. It's $129.99 for a one terabyte and $219.99 for the two terabyte. So I think that's a good deal. It's it's nice. At times higher performance than the P41, and it's it's cheaper. And the if you want the ultimate performance right now at Gen 4, at least I mean I haven't tested the WD. Was it the SN850? 850 something. There's an X at the end of it or something. 850X. Yeah. I don't have one of those. I considered buying one. They're only hundred dollars, but it's uh, I have not tested that one. But of the ones I tested, the 990 Pro is still the undisputed king. Yeah. And but it's still it's sixty to seventy five dollars higher for the two terabyte. It is you're paying for it. So I think price performance with the solid items is very, very good. I gave it the gold award and uh, you can check out that review at PCPro.com. We need to move on, however. Moving. Picks of the week. Moving, moving, moving. Josh, please get us started. <clears throat> or or pause, one of the two. No, that's not a pause. He's just doing a Josh. He's doing a Josh. Yeah, sure. Well, that, <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> that's a Josh. That's not a pause. You, 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 got, right, taken in. you got taken in. Uh, you know, next level racing. I'm I'm looking into cockpits, and I I I actually got this in for review, and I enjoyed it so much. It works. It fits a 55 inch TV. Now I can do 4K uh, testing downstairs because it's got a nice stand on it that that the regular TV didn't. It's 115 bucks, oh. which you know not inexpensive, but at the same time, if you look at other uh, regular TV mounts and monitor mounts. They're fairly expensive. This is well-made, and we'll go into it probably next week. But uh, you know what? If if you have a racing cockpit and you want to mount a rather large monitor on it, up to 55 inches in size, this works perfectly. And it's solid. And it's relatively inexpensive as compared to other options out there. So, hmm. yeah. Does bucks. it rotate 90 degrees so you can use it as a TV dinner tray too? No. It does Aww. have a uh, like a 20, 20 degree tilt back and forth. Okay. Wow. And uh, and actually the mechanism is really solid. So that's a positive. Nice. And yeah. review mm-hmm. forthcoming at PCPro.com. Review forthcoming. Yep. Jeremy, your pick. Uh, is the SSD that you don't have, oh. which is essentially the same yeah. price in Canada and the U.S. Up here, it's 135 bucks, And if you go to uh, newmag.ca or newmag.com, it's 99 bucks. Yes. which translated into Canadian is exactly the same price. Uh, the 2 terabyte is not a good deal. The 4 terabyte is okay. But right now, if you just need like a one gig, yeah, it's it's yeah. not great. Yeah, no. Mm. But that like one that terabyte price better. Yeah, and if you want to spiff it up, it's an extra couple of bucks for the heat sink. No, oh, that's you right. Yeah. Don't really need it because it's not uh, PCI 5.0 that needs active cooling. Plus, but, I mean, uh, motherboard doesn't have heat sinks your, somewhere on them now. Your so. motherboard yeah. has one anyway, so you're just yeah. removing that stock one. Mm-hmm. 
It's not going to win you any records, but it's a damn good SSD. You know, Prime Gaming has a lawn mowing simulator oh, simulator for free. Actually, here we go. Uh, lawn Josh, mowing simulator. Tell the truth. Would you play it? No, I wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't. No. I love too this. many lawns. I it's no. winter here exactly. in Michigan. I can't mow my lawn, but I could simulate the experience. <sighs> you sure get could. Those, I, like, I could do what I've never been able to do. Get those like the baseball diamond kind of cut, like the cross cut, like forty. Oh, you don't know how to do that. I I I don't necessarily not know how to do it. I just can't. I don't. I don't do it. I have very little grass. And I don't yeah, you it. don't do it. No. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Power washing simulator, that, maybe, but. but. No, lawnmower. I, no. I do not yeah, get the understand. Program. I don't Truck need the driver simulator, program. farmer simulator. Farming sucks. Farming is hard and not fun. Why? Yeah. Why do you want a simulator? I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Are you going to simulate getting up before the sunrise and milking yeah. the cows and feeding the chickens? Yeah. yeah. Getting on that tractor. Yeah, okay. Jer- uh, yeah. Jeremy already had his pick. Uh, Brett, you're a pick the guy. this week. Look, are you tired of trying to keep up with the latest generation CPUs or the latest 3DX cache or whoever and the melting power supply or melting power cables from the latest GPU or overheating GPUs? Why not just take what you have and put it in a more attractive case? Oh, okay. That? I like where your head's at mm. here. I wasn't sure where you were mm-hmm. going with all that FUD, yep. but here we go. <laughs> Why not just put, this was just talked about at CES, so this is topical. This is the new Height Y40, which is sort of got mm. a little bit of a shade of the of the kind of the all-around Lee and Lee look, but with a little bit of difference. It's kind of, it's not as deep, it's it's tall, it's got a, it's got a, a hideaway down uh, underneath, and a couple of attractive features. What you're looking at there, if you scroll down, you'll see a couple of looks at what that is. It's someone at Height who's finally done... Um, the ginormous uh, vertical. vertical. Where's the, the graphic? The vertical. Hmm. It's down here. So this okay. is kind of like the exploded view of the yeah. case. So, here so in other words, sh- the gimmick here, the the design philosophy, I should say, <clears throat> is that the GPU is always vertical. Well, there's they, not a lot of room in here. If you look, it's really actually fairly tight. That's a 280 there on the in the side. That's an ATX case. Vertical mount is is a necessity. Um, an interesting, two interesting things going on here. With the okay, the radiator is in the back. Yes. Yeah, very Lee and Lee. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now, but can you fit something in the wait, front still? Well, here's where I'm gonna. This is exactly where I was gonna go with that vertical mount of the GPU, and we're gonna talk about the PCIe 4.0 cable here, which they finally stylized, which is nice. They're only leaving room for half height PCIe IE cards. This is something that I've never really mm. seen. It's interest interesting. I don't like it that they're. They're there, but they're making it tidy to put on your desk and leaving. Well, what other PCIe cards are you going to have? I mean, like, give me a break here. Sound card. Where does the CD-ROM drive go? Mm. Ah, May I introduce you you to the world of capture cards? Look. Mm. All right. Yeah, USB 3, UVGA. Come on. This is... This is your... Yeah, but if you want... Typically, the highest performing capture cards are... A PCIe and they're full height. At least the one I have is not half height compatible. Perhaps it is, but then again, you're probably not putting it in a in a case. No, I where mean, the, in, mount, in reality, most people can buy it with, with mini ITX and exactly. they would be just fine. So if you if you want to sacrifice expansion, your your storage is M.2. It's already flat against the board anyway. I get sure. it. I just think it's going to be a hard sell when somebody realizes, oh, this mid tower I'm buying for hundred fifty dollars does not support full size expansion cards unless I use another ribbon it does not. cable. It does mm. not. 
Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the thing about not doing the full like you know the Lee and Lee has is very very deep you know and that's why they can get away with this. Okay, kind well, of 150 and it includes the Gen Four compatible riser cable is not bad. Correct. Okay. Yes, that's like a forty or fifty dollar value right there. All right. Now, Sebastian, you're going to lead us out with the uh, most amazing pick you've ever had. My pick this mm. week is. Uh, Going to Nothing. sleep tonight. No, I don't have a pick. I didn't think of uh, didn't think of one in time. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's close it out. Josh, you want to give us our first outro of twenty twenty three? Don't do it. You know it's taking a lot of pressure to get to don't this do it. point, and we finally gotten here. We survived twenty twenty two, and you know what? It wasn't easy. And for some, it didn't actually work out. And even in the beginning of twenty twenty three, there have been some. Some losses, people who have, you know, maybe not exactly impacted our lives, but but those who have had an impact on our lives. Does that make sense? But I'm not sure. But no, it's a new you year. You contradicted yourself. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> it's it's all about this person directly impacted me, and this person had something to do with my life. But we lost some people down here. And hopefully we haven't lost too many up here. And I know that I'm going off the rails, but I don't care because sometimes a change of scenery is beautiful. And groaning never grows old. No, it's so just, with that, yeah. I wish you a happy 2023. Thank you. Thank you. Groaning. Everyone walk in Thank quietly, you. don't touch anything, Thank and you. just walk out. Right. By the way, I had actually never watched a Johnny Shee presentation until the other day. And oh, I, you've been missing I out. I looked up a video and I sent it to Josh, like, haha. And then in the comments to that video, one of the comments was, oh, I see where Josh gets this from. And that was a comment from like four or five years ago. Like, good <laughs> grief. The, the, uh, like, it all came full the circle in a moment. Yeah. 